Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. She'll get tired of giving you chances, begging for you to be romantic, or excuses that you don't have time when you didn't give it to her even when you had it. She'll get tired of these double standards. And eventually she'll crave magic. She'll start treating you the way you treat her, but she'll get upset because you could dish it, but you can't stand it. You'll tell her to be your peace. But then you say hurtful shit that you don't mean. If she's a reflection and you ask yourself why you ain't liking what you see. When she's only reciprocating all the bullshit that you bring. She'll try to express to you what's missing. But you dismiss her feelings and never listen. Then somehow her broken heart will end up in the hands of a real man who know how to fix shit. Ironically enough, now she'll have your attention. But by then, you know it'll be too late. How long did you expect her to wait? Not appreciating things while they are there, watching them be snatched right in front of your face. Knowing that there's nothing you can do. Not valuing what you have until it turns into what you had. Has everything to do with you. Welcome back to Self-Care and Chill with Maui. I hope everybody's having a good day. I know everybody wanted me to drop this episode on Self-Care Sunday, but I decided to have a self-care weekend and I just unwind the whole weekend. I really didn't do much of nothing. I went to New York um, to STK, one of my favorite restaurants. I went to STK Manhattan and enjoyed some dinner. I went to Amy Ruth's, had some food there. Took a walk through Times Square with my man. Seen a Elmo, a Transformer, a Batman, people flipping over people. A double-jointed guy that was crawling on the sidewalk. New York is a very interesting town. Much different from Philadelphia. Um, super crowded. Like, it doesn't matter what part of the of New York we drove through. There, there are people walking around going somewhere. Like, we have empty blocks. We have parking spaces. We have blocks where there's no one outside. Everybody in New York look like they have somewhere to be, and they're in a hurry, and they're in a rush. We're just walking around like, wow. Not that I've never been in New York, but honestly, as many cities that I've been to, I've never really been, like, I've never really been to a lot of places not for work. So I've been to New York a lot of times. It's always been for work. I've never really been there for, hey, I'm just going. So this year, I definitely want to do more things to enjoy myself and not just work myself into the ground, even though I love working. That's definitely my happy place. That's definitely how I relax and unwind. Even though that sounds crazy, I just really love what I do. So me going to do a poetry tour, go perform somewhere, it doesn't really feel like work to me. It feels like, okay, I'm about to go here, have some fun. I won't really have time to explore the place that I'm in, but I'm going to enjoy myself regardless. So um, I did read some of the emails that you guys sent for the podcast topics. And it's two different topics that stood out to me today. And one of the topics were was 
Can I get a congratulations too for the fact I ain't curse yet? We are almost four minutes into this thing. And I ain't say no curse word. Thank you very much. Anyways, um, one of the podcast um, recommendations was somebody sent me an email saying, Hey, Molly, I listen to your podcast all the time. I don't know if you covered this topic, but I'm in a relationship and he is a really, really great guy. And I can't stop nitpicking. I nitpick everything about him. So yesterday I tweeted. um, Let's pull up the tweet right now. It says, it's so important to truly believe that you are worthy of what you're asking God for. It doesn't matter where you come from, what you settled for, what you thought you wanted. Once you believe it, you will start moving in alignment with those things. That fucking mindset will have us just accepting something that's kind of sort of what we want, but not really. It's okay to be offered something in life and say, this is not what I ordered and send it back. We don't have to take what's available. All we have to do is be consistent, be disciplined, and be patient. But above anything, you have to truly believe that you are worthy of what you ask God for. Because if you don't, things like that happen where we nitpick. Okay? We're not used to being happy. We're not used to having an easy love. If you read my new book, So Much to Unlearn, do you know the chapter with Candace? Um, she says, like, I thought love had to be challenging. I thought it had to be difficult. It just feels too easy. I don't like him. He's corny. He's this. Um self-reflecting are we at a place in our life where we can be receptive to love to be receptive of something that is healthy um i think that is really even like flabbergasting you know that's my word when i when i hear some relationships or some men say my girl think i i don't care because i don't want to argue back with her and it lets me know like that is the that's the type of relationships that she's used to that this man must be, this man must really care about me because when I try to go out, he's jealous. He's cursing me out. He's mad because I'm going out with my friends. He's so overprotective of me. No, like he's super controlling. Like some of us aren't used to a healthy love. It feels corny. It feels, I don't like how he dress. He's this, he's that. Like relax, relax. Allow yourself to be happy because what you would do is push a person away. That shit is annoying. I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with a person that's continuously nitpicking me. Or I feel like he's going to do, even with the people who you've been hurt so much in the past, I feel like he's going to do this. I feel like he's going to do that. He, he's a cheater. He might lie on me. You're speaking those things into existence. Sure, people are going to do what the hell they want to do. But when you are continuously doing something to a person, like basically poking at them, you push them right into the direction where you said that they was going to do, go, you manifested this. Sure, this person could just walk away. They don't have to cheat. But a lot of times when people walk away, you convince them to stay. And they don't even want to be there. And they also don't want to hurt your feelings. So how many times has somebody tried to leave you and you said, see, that's your problem. You don't know how to communicate. You always trying to walk away whenever we have an issue. You always want to run and go back to your mom. You always want to do this. And this person may genuinely just not be happy with you. Like, a person may really be just done with the situation and just burnt out from it. I think that it's important that if you're in a relationship and you feel like you're talking to somebody and they're nice and they're cool and you're nitpicking, focus on the qualities that you really like. Not what you think is corny or what you're always bothering this person about. What qualities do you really like about your partner or the guy that you're talking to? And then ask me, how often have you found these qualities? 
Cause like I said before, I'm not in a, I'm not in a perfect relationship. My partner gets on my nerves. He does. He knows this. He's annoying. The qualities in him that I love and I, and I admire are qualities that I have not found often. Okay. When I put it on like a scale of this person that loves me, that is funny, that is affectionate, that is forgiven, that is in tune with their emotions, that communicates well to an extent, that is smart, that is articulate, that don't wash no dishes like I told y'all before and won't wash no clothes or make a bed. We'll leave the dishes from, we'll leave a cup right on the goddamn table and a wine glass right there from four days ago. Yes. Yes, he will. I'm not lying. The wine glass still sitting right here. You ain't moving. Like I said before I was really, really interrupted. When I put those things on a scale of what's annoying and what do I love and value and appreciate, the scale is, come on, not comparable. I did the same thing in the beginning. I nitpicked a lot of things. And the love was easy in the beginning. I didn't I wasn't used to coming into something that was healthy. And it's like, dang, we just hang out. Like he's dating me. Like he doesn't be on his phone. Like he posts a picture on his social media looking sexy as shit. It's not girls all saying like, oh, call me, text me back. Like, what is this foolishness? <laughs> what are we gonna argue about eventually? Where is the toxic spiciness that needs to be happening? I don't deserve that. I don't want it either. I told, I know that y'all know that I'm young, but sometimes I feel old. And like I said, some some things that I don't have time for anymore. Truly believing that you're worthy of what you're asking for and being receptive, happy, and living in the moment when you get what you have asked for. And being grateful when you get better, when you receive better than what you wanted. Because sometimes God got even bigger plans than, for us than what we have for ourselves. We know and we have seen that your plans and your tastes are kind of raggedy. That's why the biggest joke is trying to plan your own life when God already has a plan for you. And even whether you like the way you, your life is going, you don't like it, everything is in alignment and is going the way that it's supposed to go. So when you really think about it, it's really not no reason to trip. I'm not tripping. I'm not worrying. I'm not panicking. I'm not doing any of that no more. Because even when things aren't going right, they're going perfect. They're going exactly the way they are supposed to, supposed to go. So if you are listening and you feel like you talk to a guy, you're going through the same thing with nitpicking and this guy treats you good, he's nice, he's genuine, and you're nitpicking, you need to do some self-reflecting. Unless you're just not attracted or you just don't like this person and you're trying to force yourself to like them. Now that's different. If you do like him and you can't stop nitpicking, self-reflect. And realize that you got some shit to work on with yourself. Now, if you're genuinely just not attracted to him and you don't like him, y'all don't have to force yourself to like people just because they're nice to you. You don't have to accept what's available. If that was the case, you would talk to every nice guy that tried to talk to you at the gas station or something. It's okay to turn down people, to not be interested, to do it in a nice, kind, respectable way. Like, you don't even have to say, well... Ew, what the fuck you want to talk to me for? Like, we don't even have to be rude or any of those kind of things. So I want you to really think about that. Do I need to self-reflect? Do I need to work on myself a little bit? You know? Or do I need to continue to be by myself? So 
I think that that was um a really really good topic. She had also said that um the he's a wonderful guy. He's smart. The trust is real in our relationship, but I find myself needing reassurance so much that I see it irritates him. I don't know how to stop nitpicking at every little thing he does wrong, but I would do one to learn. Okay, she did say that she needs constant reassurance. One thing that I know, that it is up to you to feel good about you. Okay? Anybody. Anybody that is listening right now, it's up to you to feel good about you. It is one thing to feel like you want your partner to say that you're beautiful or you look nice today or babe, I like what you did with your hair. But that constant reassurance, like I have said in the podcast before, I put so much power in the hands of my partners to give me light that they have also turned my lights off. They have, as much as they made me feel beautiful and perfect, they have made me feel low and worthless. And I allowed them to because how they made me feel or how they felt about me was so important. Me feeling like I had to wear my hair like this all the time or dress a certain way or act a certain way. Um, I don't never want to put that much control in the hands of somebody else. I want to feel good because I feel good. Sure. I want to feel loved. I want to know that you love me, that you desire me, that you appreciate me. Um, I want to feel all of those things, <clears throat> but it's a difference from you continuously needing them, asking yourself, why do I need this? Do you feel like it's not there? Is it something for your ego? Whereas they're like, it just makes me feel good. It just makes me feel a little big headed for the moment. Whereas though I understand it. I understand if you're the girl that's sitting in the bed with your man at one o'clock in the morning talking about, tell me why you love me. What do you love about me? If you're one of those girls, I get it. But in those same moments, think about all the things that you love about yourself too. And I feel like sometimes one of, one of the issues is women need to feel desired. You need to feel like your partner is attracted to you. Um, I feel like sometimes it's not even that our partners aren't. Men be wrapped up in their own shit of like watching TV and just not paying shit no mind. That it's like, hey, look at me. I'm over here. Like I did something different with my hair. I got lingerie on. We need to feel desired. That is super important that you make your woman feel, feel, feel beautiful. When she's at work and then her coworker is feeling like she's the best thing since cooked crack and she's freaking latching onto every word, it is seriously because maybe she's not getting it at home. A lot of the times when we love something from somewhere else, like I said, like if you get if you feel like you need to get something from somewhere else, maybe it's because one of your love languages isn't being is being neglected. If you feel like you have to get it from somewhere else, maybe it's being neglected. But a lot of the times, whatever it is that we go get from somewhere else or something that we enjoy from somebody else is because we don't get it enough at home. So if if your coworker is talking about, yeah, I love your new hair. Okay, I see you got those lashes done. You are blushing and it feels good because you're living in a home with somebody who never notices anything about you. So the fact this person is noticing the small things, it got you feeling, woo, got you feeling good. Like at least somebody notices, somebody cares, somebody is interested so focusing on that, are we really happy or are we faking it? Do you like where you at? Are you happy there? Do you appreciate it? Do they appreciate it? Do they appreciate and value you? Or do you try feel like you're constantly trying to get them to appreciate and love you? 
And then not only that, are you just more emotionally mature than your partner? And your partner, you just feel like they don't have no emotional intelligence to even understand how you be feeling unless you just break it all the way down. Be gentle with them if you feel like they are just not on the same level. That's your job. That ain't my job, child. I don't got time for that. Anyways, <laughs> next podcast suggestion was, Hey, Molly, I hope you're having a good day and weekend. I was just curious to see if you could do a podcast on someone having mental health issues or having a history with it, causing trauma based on how they received attitudes or were treated in their previous relationships and how to not let the effect or play a factor into relationships for them in the future. Such as not let other people's quick triggers be a trigger for yourself to have reason to step back or get scared of pursuing a relationship with someone. I recently just experienced this with the guy I was talking to and just wanted to see how to go about the situation from a perspective that I may not be understanding from his point of view. I continue to listen to your podcast and I must say you drop just gems in every episode that are greatly appreciated. Continue to share your opinions and knowledge with us because we need it. We need the info. LOL. Look forward to hearing from you soon. Sent for my iPhone. Um... I think that this is also an interesting topic dealing with somebody that is mental, having mental health. I don't know the capacity that this person may have it. It seemed like this person may just be triggered by certain things. Like I feel like we all have triggers based off of unhealed and unresolved trauma that we may have experienced. I know that some of us have a lot of trauma coming from our upbringings, coming from past relationships. And sometimes we think that our intuition be giving us a sign and we just being triggered. This shit just remind us of something like your intuition isn't telling you that he's cheating on you because he just flipped his phone on the other side. When somebody texts him, you've seen this before you've seen this before and you don't like it. Okay. Your intuition ain't your intuition probably ain't having a chance to even kick in. You've seen this before and you don't like it. Cause you know what that shit has meant before. Okay. The same way a person may be stepping back because they feel like you're too aggressive or you arguing all the time and they don't have time for this shit because they know where this goes. They don't want to do this back and forth. They're not ready to be in a relationship. It just seems I've been in a place where I don't want to be in a relationship because I just would think about all the bullshit that it comes with. I wouldn't even be thinking about the good things of falling in love in a honeymoon phase. I would just be thinking like, I don't got time to be arguing with nobody. Like, I don't have time for this shit. And then you find a partner or find somebody that you love about, love love really much, love a lot. And loving them so much that even when you have bad days, you decide that, you know what? It's nobody else that I would rather be doing this with than you. Sure. We don't have a good day every day. Some days I don't like your ass. But it's nobody on this earth that I would rather be doing all of this with besides you. You make it worth it. You make me happy. We're not always going to be in the same frequency every day, but every day we will try to at least understand each other's perspective and not be dismissive. Period. Like I said in the beginning of the poem. So I feel like being gentle with people. If you know that you're talking to somebody and a lot of things trigger them, being gentle and understanding that some people, and if a person doesn't want to pursue a relationship with somebody, doesn't mean it's something wrong with you. Doesn't mean there's something wrong with them. They could genuinely just not be wanting to pursue a relationship with us. 
Because sometimes a guy will not be interested in us or not want to talk to us, and we'll be trying to diagnose him. Diagnose him, and ain't nothing wrong with his ass. He just don't want to be with us. Doesn't mean anything is wrong with him or us. He just don't want to be with us. Some people know what they want, and they're just not ready to be in a relationship. Or some people know that they can't commit to you. Some people know that they still got stuff that they want to work on about themselves. Literally perfectly fine. You'll meet a guy, he doesn't want to be with you or see you as much. You think that he got to still be having sex with his child's mother. Or he still must be with his ex-girlfriend. Or he must live with somebody. Some people, not to just, that's really not for her question. But some people don't want to be with us. Or they don't want to be in a relationship. We start trying to, we just start trying to do too much. Diagnose people, thinking about what, what could it be. What do you think he's not texting me back for? I don't want y'all doing that much for a person that just has already made it clear. This not going to work. Move on. You're not Dr. Phil. Like, at this point, if somebody doesn't want to be with you or doesn't want to be there, let's just take it for what it is. He's being inconsistent. He doesn't text back. He doesn't answer FaceTimes at nighttime. He must live with somebody. Stop talking to him. He's not consistent. You're continuously reaching out to somebody. Texting them. When I'm going to see you, what, what you doing tomorrow? You're double texting. Now, if you double texting a person that is interested in you, go ahead, do your thing. <clears throat> That's your business. But when you're doing the most for a person that is actively showing you like they're not as interested as they could be, you're doing too much. So what are you chasing or looking for? And then some of you that are relationship people and hopeless romantics, what do you want to be in a relationship for? I've, I say this on almost every podcast. Are you tired of being alone or do you feel like you're at a really good place in your life where you want to share life with somebody else? You're working on a lot of things. A lot of things are going great for you. The only thing you feel like you're missing is companionship. Are you just lonely? You're tired of being alone? You just want somebody to lay next to at night? You feel like you've been single for too long and it's just time to be in one? <clears throat> to those of you with this conception that I can't be with nobody right now because I got so much trauma. I'm feeling so much. Okay, I get it. I understand that concept. Like, I totally get it. But I don't want y'all to even think because you're healing or you're working on yourself that you are not deserving of love. That I can't have this. Can't nobody love me right now because I'm a mess. Can't nobody love me or nobody should love me because there's so much shit that I need to work on with me. And I know some things we want to do by ourselves and we want to do alone, but understanding that a person who loves you and respects your process and your journey will want to help with your healing. As long as they are not pulling you away from things that are healthy. Now that you're with him, you're not going to therapy Alright, fire truck, whatever, ambulance child, go pick the person up. Ambulances don't even be driving really fast like they really are in a rush to pick somebody up. Um, God forbid I ever had to call one. A person who loves you and value you will not pull, pull you away from the things that are healthy. The things that are actually good for you. And you have to be disciplined enough that when you're in these relationships or these situations and you are growing and you've decided that you're dating and talking to people... Stop liking people so much that you cut off all the good things that you got that you have going on right now. Stop merging your life so much with another person 
then now you're not doing all the things that was healthy. Oh, we got a date tomorrow, so I can't go to therapy. This is the third week in a row you ain't show up to therapy because you hanging out with him. You ain't turning your kids' homework in on time because y'all was out late. You ain't cleaning up. You ain't do what you were supposed to do for work because you made him dinner and y'all was up all night watching movies. Don't neglect responsibilities and things that are important. Just as well as the person that you wish should be motivating you and inspiring you to continue to do the healthy things that are for you, you need to be disciplined enough to not neglect this stuff every time you fall in love. You falling in love should not mean that you falling off. Like, no. Yeah, I get it. I get happy weight. I get honeymoon phases. I get the good beginning sex. Y'all having sex all the time. I get all of that and I understand it. Like, I'm receptive to this. I know. I've been there. I understand it. But the reason why a person fell in love with you was because of those healthy habits. Because of all the great things that you do and got going on. And then before you know it, it's like you don't do any of those things for yourself that you did in the beginning. All you just worried about is them. What they doing. What they got going on. Because men are known to continue. One thing about a man, he will continue to do all of the healthy things that are for himself. In a relationship, not in a relationship. He would continue to go to the gym, working out, hanging out with his friends, going to do overtime, double time, working on the weekends. The only thing that he may stop doing is all the nice things that get you in the beginning. All that romantic stuff, going out and dating in the beginning, he may stop doing that. But it's very rare that he stop investing in himself. Because he's disciplined. I'll give men that. They ain't going to stop hanging out with them homeboys. They're going to keep doing it. They'll work out. They'll do anything that is beneficial to them. Okay? You don't want to be the girl that's sitting in the house all day waiting for your man to show up because you ain't do shit with yourself. And now you're just mad and angry. It's not a good place to be. I've been there before. Being mad. Don't got nothing to do with yourself. Thinking about this stuff. Being honest with yourself. Being understanding. Respecting yourself and your partner. Respecting them as an individual. There's so many different things. So many different things that's going on in this episode today. I don't know. It's a lot of, I feel like we just talked about five different things. I hope I covered it all. I seen somebody else um, DM me a podcast topic. This will be the last topic and then, my, then I'm going to go. My son has to start school soon. It's early in the morning. I love y'all. I needed to get this done. I'm going to say this, and I'm just going to go. You being cheated on is ghetto. I don't give a fuck if they change. I know I said I was going to curse, but I didn't curse, so here we are. So here we are now. I only probably cursed like twice this episode. Forgive me. Okay? But you being in a relationship with somebody that has cheated on you, I know that the, the question had said, Molly, on what somebody that has cheated on me the whole relationship, what should I do? That's ghetto. You continuously taking somebody back after cheating on you is a hot mess. I don't care how much you love them, how much you care about them, what you think y'all got. A person who loves you and values you and appreciates you and respects you is not going to continue to freaking embarrass you and play in your face. So at that point, they got a problem. With you. What's the issue that you don't feel like you are deserving of something any more healthy than a person that keeps giving what they give you to other women? 
that's gonna lie about their schedule, lying about what they doing at night, making up shit to go to go lay down with another woman. Now I'm not trying to be smart or trigger nobody or I'm calling somebody out, but I want you to really think about that because I said this before in the process of this person cheating, they had to go get to know another woman. They had to get to know her, text her a lot, take her on a date, maybe chill with her, hang out, like get to know her before he had sex with her. Then build something. Two different things. The people who had those fake little relationships, if a man had completely just had a whole nother separate relationship while being with you, that's one thing. One thing. But if he didn't cheat it and it was that one time thing, that's different. Either way, a cheater is a cheater. But to the men who can create a whole nother relationship outside the relationship that he's supposed to be catering to at home, how much do you think he respects you? Because it's not about somebody saying, oh, I love you so much. Fuck that. Okay? I love burgers. Should I have it? No. Okay? My metabolism is fast. I eat a burger. I gain weight. That's it. All in the same second. It's the respect. It's being with a person that does not respect you. That does not respect what y'all share. Who doesn't respect how much... How much they care about you or love you to stop them in their tracks when they about to make a decision that they know is going to break your heart. I can't do this to her. I can't do this shit. This will break my girl heart. She found out what I was all here doing. My girl would never forgive me. I'll break up my whole family if I was out, if I, if I do this, it's not even worth it. A person that respects you. Because that love shit, y'all be wrapped around that love so much that y'all take him back. Well, he said that he loved me and he changed and stuff like that. He does not respect you. Even as a child, if you want to curse your parents out because they said that you can't go hang out with your friends, you don't. You huff and puff and stump your damn steps, your feet right up there, them goddamn steps, and you might slam your door, but you ain't talking back. You respect them too much. You can't do it. You respect them and you're scared. If it was up to you to do what you wanted to do, you would probably go hang out with your friends. But it ain't always about what you want to do. It's about respecting a person. Because if it was up to men, they probably want to have 10 wives. 10 wives. And be living on the island somewhere. But being with a person who respects and values you. And how do how would they respect you when they, when they continue to treat you like that? And you keep taking them back and forgiving them. Because you don't know how to be by your goddamn self. You don't know how to choose you. You don't know how to choose you and want to be somebody else's number one priority. Ain't that some shit? You not even choosing yourself. You not even number one to you. They is. And it shows every time you take them back or forgive them. Every time you act like you can't live without them. Every time that you go to sleep crying, acting like you can't breathe, you going to pass out and they don't answer the phone. You don't know where they at, where they been. They ain't talked to you all day. You've been in the house. You don't want to go nowhere. You can't eat. It shows how much you love them more than you love you. Every time you do some shit like that. Every time you don't choose yourself. And I'm not saying that the love for you is going to come overnight or any of those things. But once we identify what we do and the problem and the issue so that we can work on it to be better, we can start solving some stuff around here and being honest about what it is. Some of us don't want to accept the reality and be honest with the If this person has cheated on me since we started dating, 
or have been cheating on me for months. Maybe this shit not what I thought it was. It might hurt. It's going to break my heart. I'm going to be sad, but I can't, I can't go out like that. I can't go out like that. Absolutely not. The love that you've given, the investments that you'd have made in your relationship, the trying, the forget, the apologizing at first, all of those things, the trying to be romantic, the being nasty, all of these things that you've tried to do to make this person happy when they knew they was never going to be satisfied because they was fucking somebody else. Child. Like I said, getting cheated on is too ghetto for me. I don't have time for it. I don't. I do not. Mm. It's your husband. If it was your husband, no, I guess y'all could work through some things, I guess. If it was your husband, it was one time. Y'all been married for 15 years. Child, I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell nobody what to do. I can only tell people what I would do or how I feel. That's what I can do. I'm not dealing with that ghetto mess. I love too hard and give too much in my relationships for me to be cheated on. Let her have you. I don't care. I do not care. I'm a care a little bit. I ain't even going to lie. Let her have you, though. it break my heart in a million pieces. She could keep you. Before I embarrass and play myself with a person that does Come on. You don't respect me. A person that would... I'm being in a relationship with a man who, is, who, is, who doesn't want to say no to other women for his relationships... I don't like that. He don't know how to hurt other people's feelings for you. He don't know how to say I'm not interested. He leaves the door of curiosity open. That's a corny, raggedy man. That's a man that's not trying to put all his eggs in, in one basket. And if that's how you want to move, that's fine. If that's what he wants. I seen a quote that said he, about doing something behind your back. But he got a back too. If you want to be in a relationship with a person that want to leave the door and windows of opportunity open for other women that don't know how to tell another woman that I'm not interested or I'm in a relationship or no thank you, that want to kiki-ki, ha-ha-ha, and giggle with other women, be flirtatious, be friendly, be all of that, then let give him to the streets. Because like I said, 2000 and the, new, the 2020, 2019, 2021, we know how women carrying it. And we know how the men is carrying it. And women are carrying it a lot better than the men. So if he don't, if he doesn't have his shit together or, or is acting like it's too much to be with you, then good riddance, sir. You can go right back to where the fuck you came from. Because I'm going to have the same shit that, that I had when you got here. You're not going to be able to take none of, nothing from me. Okay, please understand that. So if you feel like you, come on, let's be serious here. Let's be serious here. He don't want to say no to, he being friendly. Like you complaining about too much stuff for you to be making a person too, so happy. And you got to complain about, listen, if I got to complain about you and your relationships with other women and I'm doing all this stuff in a relationship, I promise you, I don't even care what it was. Go be with them. Go be around them. Since you're so friendly with them, that's where I want you to be. And that's not being controlling. That's, trying, that's not trying to control a narrative or being dictated. It's respecting your partner. People lack respect. They don't have boundaries when it comes to respecting their relationships. I blame their parents. 
their parents ain't giving no good example. They just out here freestyling. They just doing whatever they want and thinking it's okay. Yep, that's what I'm doing. Blaming the parents. Yes, I will today. Somebody asking you, man, you got a girlfriend? He's talking about <laughs> what made you say that? What made you ask that kind of question? He's a nut. He's a bum. What made you say? What made you ask me if I'm in, if I'm in a relationship or I got a girl? Oh, he's a bum. Okay, cut him off. Cut him off. What are you curious as to what made her ask you that? I was just asking because I think you're cute. Oh, thank you. Okay, look at this open dialogue. So do you? I ain't saying all of that. Yeah, he's a mess. Give him back to the streets. He belongs there. He belongs there. Let him have him. Stop stressing yourself out about people who don't respect <clears throat> who don't respect the relationship the way you do. Who who isn't willing to do what you're willing to do for a relationship? Who doesn't care as much as you care? You overextending and doing so much for a person that doesn't give you the same energy, respect, or value you the same. So no, it's a no for me. I hope you guys have a good day. I hope your morning starts off wonderful. And thank y'all for tuning in to self-care and chill with Maui. And I hope that you do not allow anyone to have you fucked up today.